Hey. Hi. Hi. Are you in a nurse uniform today? Because you know we are talking about sex. <laughs> what? Was that your attempt at a sexy voice? My gosh. <laughs> Ew. These animals, they're never going to trust me again. Sex. All right. Okay, so today we're going right. to talk about sex, right? So, but we are uh, talking about sex today. Let's yeah. talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you. No, not you and me. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> that really feels gross there. Why are like that? When do you first hear about sex? Not have sex. I don't need to know. But just like, we're talking about sex and in terms of like the education. Sex and education. Like, first- okay, we're talking about sex ed, not just sex. Sex education. That's our theme, okay? Respectable okay, and yes. all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, when was your first, um, you know, sort of sex education? I do remember we have sex ed classes in school. Okay, give some context. I was in primary school in the 1990s and then secondary school, late 90s and early 2000s. Lah. So, like, sex ed then was, like, almost nothing. One, lah. It's still, like, the girls were put to a corner and that I, they are probably talking about, like, menses and stuff. Then the guys yep. talking about like, oh, don't have sex, ah. basically. <laughs> They're just telling you don't have sex. Really? Then you will get STD. Really? That's like generally my impression of it. Lah. Like sex, sex is bad. Uh, is it the same See, for oh. you? Yours longer what? because you're older, right? <laughs> what was for your sex record, like? Just, I'm just a few years, perhaps, slightly <laughs> older. But no, I mean, my, my parents actually, my mom, like, okay, I won't say parents. My mom actually like um, was the first one to give us uh, any form of sex education. It was very early. I remember before mm. even going to primary school, I think it was also to warn us uh, to be sure that we were not touched inappropriately. Mm. So she kind of explained how babies were made and she also told us like, if anyone touches you inappropriately, must tell her. So that was mm. my first time. Mm. And then when we went to primary school, she actually gave us the like the part two, like a bit more detail. But and that's then, from, okay, continue, yeah. Yeah, but that's from my mom. But then when I went to school, I remember like, even though we've had that talk, but my mom gave in very simple terms. And my mom mm. is a nurse, right? So right. maybe my mom is actually a nurse. A real nurse. Ah, so this is her uniform now, right? You're wearing her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. so stuck right now. Yeah, but my mom is actually a nurse. And I think for her, it's a very medical thing. So she explained mm. it in a very clinical way. But yeah, I remember when I was in primary one and I took the school bus, there was this older girl in the bus mm. and she held up her finger. Okay, so we don't get censored. It was her middle finger. Mm-hmm. And then she said, like what's that? this? <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm uh-huh. a good girl. Yeah, she said, what is this? This is a cigarette. And then what do you do with a cigarette? And we're like, huh? She's like, you stub it in. Wow, I didn't get girl. it. Oh, yeah. yeah. How old were you then? Primary one. Primary one. Wow. That's young. Yeah, I didn't. She was probably primary three. I didn't, I didn't get it. And then mm. after that, I remember like quite distinctly this same girl, there will be another incident on the same school bus and she went around asking like, uh, are you a virgin? And I remember I thought about it very hard because I had no idea. The only Whether virgin you are a virgin or not. <laughs> you don't know the what, what is a virgin la, basically. Yeah, okay. I think my, my reaction was no because... You are not Virgin I, I Mary, like, la. Correct. And then and then she and her friends like just laughed and I didn't get it. But it stuck yeah. with me because later on when we finally when I finally understood what a virgin meant and mm. I understood the context of that um stub it in joke, right? Then mm. I was like, Wow, this girl, that's your And and all this is at primary one. Uh. Primary one, yeah. Wow, your school's very mature, eh? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, and I was from a girls' school, so mm. the formal sex education that we had, we didn't have boys, right? So there wasn't ever like a separation between boys and girls, mm. right? Because there were no boys. But I just remember they gave us the menstruation talk when we were probably three or probably four, mm. right? But it was more like how to deal with when you first start menstruating. Mm. I don't remember them ever really talking about like sex, sex. Honestly, like I feel like my mom gave me the most sex education because after that, at primary five or six and then maybe in secondary school she would give like more updated versions of the sex wow. talk yeah and like uh, actually she's quite I think she's quite progressive because when we got right. older she just it's best not to do it before you're married but mm. if you're really gonna have to do it then please be safe about it don't get an STD use a condom right? so oh I remember, she told you like, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like your yeah. mom told you that? More than to me, like, I think to my brothers. She's mm. always said, like, if you're going to have sex, make sure it's safe. Right. right? Like, I, mean, I think she's realistic. Like, she knows that. Yeah, very you know? realistic. Sounds yeah. like you got a very healthy like sex education. Yeah, I mean, I never yeah. thought I was evil because she also always emphasized that it's a very important part of marriage, right? Mm. And so it's not dirty or it's not wrong. Just, I guess she tried to, I think she explained it actually pretty well to a, to a young kid. Like. Sounds like, like. Sounds like, okay, but like for me, like I don't think, I don't remember having like any sort of like proper sex education. La. Even my parents, they are like not hiding the, the, the fact that they are intimate, but there is yeah. no like long talks or explanation. And I never felt comfortable enough to really ask them like questions that are like embarrassing. So there was a lot of like just trial and error and also like, Trial trying, and error. And also trying to like find, like listen to overhearing what other people are saying. You know, so it's very silly. La. It's very silly. Okay, so fast forward to now, right? I would think that primary school to now is about 20 years for me. There should be somewhat of a huge leap in our sex education, right? I hope so, right? Yeah, you hope so, right? But from what I'm researching, right? Okay, I haven't seen the syllabus myself, la, but from what I'm seeing from MOE's website, they have a brief. And then also from like a 2019 article from today, it sounds like mm. it's still about the same, eh? Abstinence, and then if you have casual sex, you will get STD. Then that's about the sex ed that we are getting now. La. Wow. There's well, no mention of a condom or anything, right? Especially in Catholic school, I'm sure you cannot, right? It's not, you're not supposed yeah. to. Yeah, no, I don't, no mention yeah, at all. I don't remember having any talk about like condoms and stuff. Like it's still the same. So like I do feel that our sex education in Singapore is a bit Lacking. obsolete. La. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, you sent me a link just now from Millennials of Singapore, right? Yeah. And okay, usually I find it a bit hard to watch their stuff. La. Okay, mm. okay. Obviously it's not meant for me. For research, you have to watch it for us. For research. And honestly, it's good. It's a good show. I'm not putting them down in any way because there is value in the way that they are presenting because it's like truths la. it's like a lot of things that people are very curious about and they are very very open about it and I applaud them for that yeah. and like but it, it shocked me at their mindset now you know like yeah. the youngsters now and if you compare the kind of openness that the mindset like they're talking about things about like oh three months so must have sex already oh, from a female you know like that, this kind of talk yeah. compared to the kind of like abstain from sex you know, like it feels like our sex is very, very out of touch, like you know, with social media, with internet, everything. We are so exposed yeah. to sex nowadays. Like there's nudity on Netflix all the time. There's sex on Netflix all the time, on social media. I'm sure on Snapchat everywhere. It's so hard to run away, isn't it? Time to update our sex ad. I definitely think it's timeline. I mean, I read a few articles, so I sent you that that video because I'm always blown away by. Terence totally judges me, by the way, when I, when he hears me watch. <laughs> 
But I, I actually watch it out of curiosity a lot of the time, mm. you know, because I'm very blown away by the level of authenticity and yep. openness that they have. How do you keep your sex life alive? So, so what we first. like to do, right, when we go to clubs, right, we will check out people. To make yourself horny? No, like, I mean, you send Sorry, mom. Yeah, I'm sorry, mum. Yeah, I'm sorry. But when you're having sex before, then what are you doing? A sister. A sister. You and I, we already talk quite openly about a lot of things, but like they're really uninhibited, you know, talking about everything, including sex. Mm. And I feel like it's a bit of a reflection of just the younger people today. You know, mm. as, what, as what you're saying, like, their whole attitude towards sex is, is very, very different. Mm. Right, I think like it's no longer like, okay, like if you have one night stands or you sleep around, like you must be a slut or whatever. Now it's, it's very normal. And it's very like a personal choice. So I, I read a few articles and I think you also read, um, you know, in preparation to talk about this today, about like some of the actual young people, what they have to say about sex education in school. I remember one girl said there was a bunch of guys talking about condoms, but it seems so comical that her friends all just thought it was funny. Students are also saying that sex education should go beyond just preaching abstinence. One guy who's 21 years old actually said that when they keep talking about abstinence and how you should not have sex, the more we want to do it. I don't think he's wrong. I think, yeah, for a lot of students, that might be honestly to be like, why cannot do I try law? Right? So I, I'm not sure that's the way to go if that's what you're trying to achieve mm. right and then there's the whole discussions about lgbt so mm. when i was in school there were family members and friends i had who came out to me as gay like this is secondary school when i had friends come out and tell me like like guy friends tell me they actually they like men or like like i said family members and i was like oh, okay you know and i slowly understood it but i never i was it was never explained to me so this is also quoting students uh, current students said that the sexuality education uh, ignores the existence of lgbt like apparently it was brought up but then lgbt relationships were never talked about and they only used the word homosexuality bisexuality and heterosexuality the teacher implied that homosexuality and bisexuality are phases that one oh. will eventually get over i'm like huh it, it feels very not progressive in Singapore, but the fact is that we are very not progressive when it comes to this, right? I, I'm pretty sure like still a lot of people still think it's unnatural even, or it's, uh, you know, like phases and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so like some of these topics that you're talking about, I also feel is a bit lacking, like, you know, things like pornography, how to deal with pornography, uh, pornography addiction. And okay, look, mm. if you gave me like pornog unlimited pornography when I was like 14 or 15, well, wow, I, <laughs> I will you be able to do nothing. La. I will be doing nothing every day. I'll be coming to school with like just like my right hand will be like 10 times the size of my okay, left okay, hand. Okay, okay, Andy, I got it, I got it, I got it. <laughs> so like, oh. you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there is a lot to be addressed and we need to speak more truthfully. Like, like we saw LGBT mm -hmm. also, like how about sexual advances online and stuff like that? Yep. Like sending photos, like new photos. Yep. There's so many things to touch on now and and people are getting informed. You want the reason for sex ed is like what your mom did to you. Like she gave you, from a trusted source, she gave you all the yep. information and she gave you truthfully and you trust her and you make your own decision based on those but now it still feels like it's very fear-based one two it's very yep. like it's trying to brainwash you and this is what we like to do like we like to tell you a narrative instead of giving you the facts yep. and letting you give your opinion and this is especially when it comes to sex right we are our younger generation are so much more ahead 
I think I think maybe the people that are writing the syllabus. Yeah. I think they are trying. Like I'm reading like some of the topics that they apparently teach in schools, primary schools. They teach a bit of cyber safety, personal safety, sexual exploitation. In secondary school, they do try to talk about STDs and stuff like that. But I mm. think you're right. Like it definitely has to be more. The approach could be a bit more like like what my mom did. I guess more informative, and then you let you make your own decision. There is this website that I find quite interesting. It's called shy.sg. Basically, it gives you the lowdown on sex and they even say that their purpose is to help people understand their bodies well enough to make informed lifestyle decisions. Mm. And it's yep. just done by these for, for, for people. I think they also found the issue with our sex ad. Lah. So basically, I went to yeah. browse, uh, very nicely done, like basically just telling you factually what it is and then no mm. like breaking myth and then giving you right yeah. information. Lah, because you really like you really don't want to be i think i was lucky you know i i i i could have been a dad when i was like 16 <gasps> 17 18 you know yeah and then like i was just lucky there's nothing else other than luck you don't want to try and error <laughs> uh for your kids lah. so you really just need to talk to them as parents right okay so the other part of sex ed is also parents like, this is something i'm asking myself every day also because i'm, I'm asking a question when do i mm. begin sex education yeah. for my kids right and my wife actually believes like teaching them as soon as they can speak like so two three years old four years old yeah. we talk about like different parts of our body when we shower and everything like how to respect each other because like Aiden and Avery sometimes they shower together then they will be yeah. you know they look at each other and then they'll hey what's this yeah, they want to touch her. so there is framing from being very taboo like, hey, ah, mm-hmm. but very like calmly say this is that that you have to respect this this happens yeah. so I feel like I, I actually as a parent I'm very anxious about like oh should I talk to them about sex but I feel like okay maybe when like for me my tactic right now might not be the best because I'm not an expert but my tactic right now is that I just let them know that nothing is taboo in the family so you can ask anything but I will not like forwardly tell them like oh sex is penetration you know, when they are four and six but when they have that question yeah. and I don't know when because some some kids they mature earlier some kids they yeah. you know like your, your friend your, your person that was like doing the sex thing at primary one that's very very early you know and yeah. if, if that yeah. happens to Aiden then I will tell mm. him factually you know, and hopefully that is good enough. So if any parents out there have any other tactics or advice, right, just please do share. I also want to hear like anybody have any horror stories or not, you know, like, oh, your, your primary three son, like what did this, did this, or like the friend did this, did that, like horror stories. I want to hear like what are the horror stories and how young, because even like for millennials of Singapore, right, they're doing something, right? Yeah, what, what about the true, yeah. 13, 14 year old? That's when I started exploring about, you know, sex and blowjobs and stuff like that. That's when I started asking 13 masturbation. That's when I asked so what are the 13, 14 year olds doing now? Even like maybe the 10, 11 since like information is crazy open now. It's quite disturbing, right? Like I mean, mm. a friend uh, and our producer actually shared also that like some aftercare teacher was talking to the primary four girl and then she asked, how do you know he's your boyfriend? The primary four girl said, because I love him and he says he wants to have sex with me every day. Huh? Primary four? 10 years old, right? It's, yeah. it's quite disturbing, eh? But I was Isn't asking another- those questions when I was 13. So, like, if you take, consider, like, the, the information availability now, like, you minus away another three years, that's about primary four. To parents who still feel uncomfortable having to deal with this, I would say better that it comes from you than comes from some walk. Exactly. So, I mean, that, that your kids have a funny view of it, right? So, exactly. at least you to, to decide like how you want to share the information with your kids. Hmm. Scary, man. It's good that we start talking about this, you know, because I, I do feel like it's something that's really important. I mean, I agree with the way your wife is taking, which is to not make it a taboo. I think my mom 
told us from a young age, or me, because as the only girl, she did say like, if you ever get pregnant, please tell me. Yeah. Like she, she, she's made right. it very clear. Like, don't just get an abortion. Feel like you cannot talk about it. Like, tell me. And she actually promised to not scold me. And she said, we'll work through it together. I mean, it helped wow. that. I think she worked in the maternity ward of a Catholic mm, hospital. Right. Yeah. So they actually had quite a lot of teenage pregnancies um, where they would give the child up for adoption, right? So she would wow. tell me these things also. It was quite scary la, to hear. But then mm. it also made me, like, if I ever found myself in an unfortunate situation, I would be able to talk to her about it. Do you think, as a parent, right, Andy, it's... The responsibility is on you and your wife as parents or the schools to educate kids on sex? Both lah. Obviously, the answer is both. Yeah. Um, for school, I think it's important to give them... Okay, look, like when I was in school, right? My, I've never felt like school is something I can trust. <laughs> it just felt like they were trying to tell me what to do in my life. Have always yeah, have yeah. been, right? And that's always like, oh, do this, do this. You must get this grade to pass. must get this, do this, do this. You know, you're bad, you're a failure, you're lousy. So that is my impression. Lah. So like, I don't really trust them as in like, I don't feel like I can trust them. Maybe perhaps one or two mm. teachers that I feel are that went above and beyond what their responsibilities are. I felt like I could talk to them. Other than that, generally as a whole establishment, I would say that like there isn't that trust. Lah. So I think that trust comes from being in touch with like what <laughs> youngsters are uh, thinking and what they are behaving and the materials they are getting outside and being able to talk yeah. to them at that level. If it's something that's very personal, I don't want to talk to my teacher or my friends, then I can talk to my parents, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. then that's the parents who come in and tell you all the specific details and truth where you know you can trust your parents you know, and mm. I think that probably is the, the way it should play out, lah, hopefully. But of course, if you have a very, very strong parent, you can take over the role, but not everybody has that. So then the teacher, the, 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 the establishment might be able to step up and, and help in their area. Lah. Okay, so let us know what you think, whether you think it's the schools or the parents, and as parents, like, you know how you go about doing it. Maybe, like, MOE will see this episode and then they'll say, hey, yeah, you know, maybe we can update our... Hey, MOE, call us. We can help you with that. <laughs> All right, guys. See you all next All week. Right.